Hey, Marcus. Yo. You like movies? Yes, I do. Why? Because, uh, wow. That's a long question. I know. I may, I asked you the first episode, some, and I'm asking uh, you today. Sometimes I like the story. Sometimes I like the visuals. Sometimes I like the combination of the two. Sometimes I just like the art of acting, the art of cinematography. Uh, there's a lot more I have to say, but I think you get the gist. I like them for many reasons. Sometimes I have some whiskey. Sometimes I have some coffee. Sometimes I rhyme slow. Sometimes I rhyme quick. Sometimes I say, give me a hug. Sometimes I say, get off me. This is Zebras in America. The best podcast of all time. It's true. Not just movie podcast. No, podcast, period. Better, it's the best bowling podcast. It's the best croquet podcast. <clears throat> it's the best podcast about American table tennis. Yo, we should record an episode from a bowling alley. Through non-busy hours. Yeah, you, and we get, so we get some cold ones. Cold ones and chose. Cold ones, and... Um, I get shit about my bowling technique. I bowl the opposite way, like I flick it forward. Yeah, I'm good at bowling, but everyone always comes like, why do I bowl like that? It's just how I do it. Um, yeah, I, I, I get really low. All right. I almost like put my knee to the floor. Oh, okay, so you really, really go for I it. I really like the art of dance. Okay. So, um, this is another, this is two weeks in a row, we're driving. Like we said before, we're vagabonds. We're vagabonds. We're troubadours. We do what we want. We go where we want we to. We go where we want to when we want to. When I was in high school, I actually met someone who was a vagabond. He was traveling oh. through America and uh, to, to smoke weed with high schoolers. And okay. um, we smoked weed in Central Park. And he was like, if you ever become a vagabond, all you need to remember is, uh, is a wash towel and toilet paper. That makes a lot of sense. Which is not dissimilar to uh, what most deaf says in um, uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I don't remember. I know you like that movie a lot. I do like that movie a lot. Uh, It's a very close to my heart movie. No, but like you're in The Hitchhiker's Guide, I'm pretty sure it's like something like uh, a wash towel and and, and toilet paper as well. It's pretty much known that if you're traveling, it's good to have toilet paper. Yeah. Because it, it does a myriad of things. Yep. It makes you feel super. It does. It almost makes you feel like a superhero. It does. Do you like superhero movies? I do. What is? What would you say is some of your favorites? Some of my favorites. Okay. I realize favorite <clears throat> is, is too much. Some of my favorites. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I like the first Iron Man. These are all favorites. I like uh, the first Avengers. I like... Uh, Superman 1 and 2. I like Batman Begins. Uh, what else? I'm drawing a blank. Um, but whatever, yeah. Like, those are some right right off the bat that, you know, I, I, I very much Interesting. Enjoy. Not Batman 89 isn't... Oh, no. The Tim Burton Batman I, I, I dig very much, too. Super, super nostalgic. And it also, some of the best action figure associated uh, movie, uh, you know, a- a- action figures. Like, with the accessories and whatnot, they were very good. Very underrated. Great toys. Yes. And Michael Keaton is a really good... Uh, he's a good Batman. Yeah. He's a good Bruce Wayne, too, actually. What am I talking about? He's a, yeah, he's one of the better Bruce Waynes. Yeah. Um, I, I actually think, like, uh, contrary to popular opinion, I think Ben Affleck seems like a fine Bruce Wayne so far. I, I agree. 
Look, hey man, look, I don't want to start ju jumping the gun and go over the place, but I honestly did not mind Batman versus Superman. I was entertained by that movie. I like it. I don't understand. I think when someone on a major platform, like one guy trashes a movie and it just becomes the thing to do, and I think a lot of people shat on that movie, was not that bad. Now, no masterpiece, no whatever, but it was fine. I watched it. I watched it a few times. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, myself. I, I believe really that herd mentality often keeps people from enjoying things. Especially I, film criticism. Absolutely, which is, which is why I like Armand White. I know you, you have trouble with him. But but let's yeah, not let's not get caught let's not get into you an know, I arm, had to throw that in, but we won't. I know. Let's not get into an Armand White uh, K hole today. Oh don't worry, I don't wanna yeah. Alright. I will say that I I thought Batman vs Superman the the director's cut sure. is a good movie. That I like. Actually, that's the only one I know. That's the only one I've seen. Yeah, I, I, the, the, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend like the non-extended version is, is makes no damn sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, but so, hmm, I really liked Superman three growing up. <laughs> I did too. I, uh, I liked. I thought Richard Pryor is like the. The reluctant villain guy, a computer hacker, computer hacker, that early computer hacker, yeah. Which uh, Office Space used, yes. Uh, the one of their schemes, yep, was. But they also say in the movie like Superman three, yes. Um, which got me to go back because I only knew I only knew Superman three between like the ages of five, six, and seven when my dad would rent it and like would copy. He, he, had the, he, did, he did the two VHS The thing. VHS to VHS. And, and I never paid attention to the actual plot. And then in 98, when Office Space came out, it's like Superman 3. And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, what the f actually was Richard Pryor doing? And it got me to go back and rewatch it uh, as a teenager. It's Michelle Gondry's favorite superhero movie. Is it? Yeah. Makes sense. Which, yeah, it doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. From the special, from the visual effects, you know, at the end where the woman turns into the to the cyborg wire monster, to uh, yeah, I, yeah, it, it, yeah, it just makes sense. Richard, I don't even need to rush. Rich, Rich Pryor's sense. change of heart, like it's yeah. it's it makes total sense why he liked that movie. Yes. I really wish uh, Green Hornet was better. Since we're talking about superhero movies. What? Yeah, I do too. I think he I think he just got hired too late on in the thing. I don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I respect to that. How do I say this? They even tried to do the like, the ode to Bruce Lee thing, where Cato of that of this new film, the Seth Rogen one, was was like kicking ass and doing all the cool shit, doing and, all the moves. Yeah, doing all the moves. You know, I, I like that. And but yeah, it just didn't. It just didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, I. That's not a movie I can really say, because uh, I, I I know that I have unpopular. Uh, superhero movie opinions. Sure. I also have popular superhero opinions, but and I, I also, but I also would respect your opinion because it's oh, it seems a little. Uh, you know the source material to a lot of the stuff. I've been whereas reading, I don't. I don't know nothing. I've been reading comic books for uh, for about almost thirty years. I I I That's still awesome. I don't read them as much as I used to. I only have about a couple. About two or three monthly titles mm -hmm. that I stick to. Cool. But uh, one of our podcast friends, Bill Scurry, mm -hmm. has recommended me a couple things to check out that I'm that if I ever have a free moment, I'm going to check out. Awesome. Because what what 
I think what really was a problem for superhero movies for a long time was people were either trying to make a good movie or trying to make a good superhero thing and not thinking that it was possible that you could do the same do that at the same time yeah like no movie is like Richard Donner's Superman before it true and that movie just was <laughs> able to have like the the bronze age of cinema as well as capture super like superhero uh, mythology well yes and you know and on the opposite end of the spectrum the Watchmen is the almost perfect adaptation of Alan Moore's movie but it's so tone deaf Alan Moore's comic book sorry it's so tone deaf that they're actually remaking it into like an HBO show maybe oh I didn't know that yeah okay because it, it, it was just we've talked you, about you this. said the movie's tone deaf yeah the movie's yeah. tone deaf we've yeah. talked about this before on the, on, on the podcast but I feel like it, it needs repeating uh, slow slow motion sexual violence is not cool and and to focus on that was just really weird to me yeah um, speaking of like weird sexual violence super that's is that a superhero movie it absolutely is that was Tim <laughs> Gun Tim Gunn James Gunn James Gunn's first first movie no it was hardly his first movie oh. it was his first foray into super I, I, if I'm not mistaken it's what got him it's funny that that movie. For, uh, it's funny that that movie got him <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Although, well, see, I like Super though. It's well, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's Rain Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. In one of you know, if you think he Michael was Michael Rooker, who we spoke about, yeah, spoke of earlier in last episode. Yeah. If you if you think that Kevin Bacon was a good villain in X Men First Class. He's in super. It turns out he's just a very good at playing a villain. Exactly. Just even little, I remember. I I watched that. Here's the thing. I watched that movie, sitting directly in front of Kevin Bacon, which was an super that that is, which is which is an interesting thing. Um, but I remember watching that movie, and there was one particular scene where I'm like, oh, this this is gonna be corny. There there's so many moments in Super where I was like, this this could end up corny, and it didn't. Where my favorite scene. In Super, is when such a quick little moment when Rain, when Rain Wilson's trying to like early on he's trying to save Liv Tyler from Kevin Bacon because they're taking him away from her and he stands in front of his car and he's like if you if you touch my car again there's gonna be a problem and then Rain Wilson just touches his car and I'm like oh this is corny and then he just Kevin Bacon's like no that's not the kind of touching I was talking about I'm leaving and like that like shit shit like that I just love that scene I love that I love that kind of awkward humor and that movie is dark. It's very oh, dark. Oh, it's dark as hell. It's yeah. about drug addiction. About drug addiction. Uh, even the violence itself is pretty dark. Yeah, yeah. The there's, uh, yeah, there's a scene where I was where I was very shocked. Oh, was when like, when a certain when a certain sidekick catches it. Yeah, I was oh, like, I was that, like, that oh, might, this, oh, this shit is real. That might be his best directed film because I remember internally kind of reacting the same way Rain Wilson did like when he looked over and saw her face half shot off and it was like oh I didn't see that come I mean I knew the movie was dark and I knew whatever I did not expect her one to die and expect her to you know look like the T-1000 you know yeah, shot but, in the face but that's what in that's what happens if you mess with people with guns yeah sure I really yeah uh Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2, not a huge fan of those movies. I am a fan of the first Kick-Ass, believe it or not, not the second one. And just for one reason, this is why I love Kick-Ass, the first one. 
just because they cut just to kind of play off of you it's not necessarily a scene with guns but like he finds out oh i'm 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 invisible to to you know pain to some degree like he, he he can endure a lot of pain but on his first attempt his first mission to do something it's like oh shit yeah like i don't know how to fight like he yeah. tries to stop these guys and right away he just gets stabbed well you know as so you know miles morales is is uh, uh the other spider-man in the marvel universe yes he's uh half black half latinx yes he's a latinx or latinx i don't even i don't know Okay. I was Latino. There's there's a new term. Oh. That is that is. I didn't hear the X part when you first said it. Oh, just just Latino? No. Latin Latinx. Oh. But we don't. I. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who's listening, feel free to correct me, mm-hmm. because I I just want to learn. I just want to know how to do it right. Right. But um. So he he was created because in the ultimate universe Peter which is a different universe than the proper Marvel universe mm-hmm. uh Peter Parker died because right. he was because he was a teenager fighting supervillains and supervillains kill people sure so they yeah. killed him yeah and then Miles Morales uh takes up takes up the helm mm-hmm. and then through some wacky wacky stuff somehow he he made it to the the new Marvel universe. Yeah, and he he is he was teased in Spider-Man: Homecoming with Donald yes, Glover he was, being his uncle. Donald Glover plays his uncle, <coughs> yeah. and Donald Glover vying for the part of Peter Parker Although, in the Mark Webb Spider-Man movies uh, is what inspired Brian Michael Bendis to create Miles Morales. I thought it was fans. I didn't think he had anything to do with that. It was he didn't say. It was just like oh, make, it was like an online petition. Make Donald Glover Spider Man. Well, what, what, what did I say? To do with that. You said he was vying for it. Oh, I, 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 sure. Yeah, I'm saying the fans' interest in him playing Peter Parker mm-hmm. uh, inspired Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Brian Michael Bendis being um, the the very he's like. He's like the super writer for the Marvel Universe. Oh, okay. Um, there's some other great guys, too, like Ed Brubaker, Matt Fraction, but he like he's come up with a lot of the stuff that's been very iconic over the past, like, 15 years. Okay. Similar to Jeff Johns in the DC Universe. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the nerdiest we've done about uh, comics ever. Hey, man. <clears throat> um... Spider-Man Homecoming that's a good comic book movie I did and, and even just for like personal reasons any any movie that like goes out of its way to shout out Queens is always you know because in cinema these days it's either Brooklyn or Manhattan and everything else is kind of you know so I like the fact that it was very Queens heavy even even you know Avengers 2 no Jesus it should have been Avengers 2 I'm sorry uh, Civil War the, the little fight between uh, the, don't get me you started mean, you, mean, you, mean, me... you mean the good Avengers 2 the second best yes the yeah, the, the good Avengers 2 Civil War it was the good Avengers what... yes it was yeah. and I like how you know they teased that you know Steve Rogers being from Brooklyn and uh, you know Peter Parker being from Queens I like that and I think also, and obviously at this, at this point you listen to this podcast you know I love of hip hop so naturally there's a lot of great, you know, Brooklyn Queens beefs, not just uh, Jay Z and Nas. Um, so I, um, 
I like that too. It just made me think of all that stuff. And also, Marvel has been pushing really hard. I think they for a while they were redoing comic book covers as iconic rap albums. Yeah, those some man. A lot of those are awesome. Now, some some of it's like newer artists that I know, but I feel like I'll just be quick with this. How certain artists they're not. I, at first, when it started, it was all legendary stuff, and they tried to sneak in like. You can be new and, and iconic, I guess, but some stuff, it was just like, this doesn't deserve a Marvel variant. But either way, yeah. But because, too, you know, being the, the, well, they the comic even, they novice... They did stuff like Breaking Adams and, like, like man, Exactly. Cuts. They it did was, a Fun Crusher was, Plus. They did a Company Flow one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but, like, and, I, I and even... Jean Grey has been in some Deadpool issues. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, this ties into what I was getting ready to say. A lot of... Hip hop and, and and comics go hand in hand, you know. Like, Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know the names, but I do know that the cover of uh, EPMD's second album was drawn by a famous Marvel uh, cartoonist, same guy who did the the Jizzum album cover, yeah, yeah. who did uh, Li Liquid Swords. And I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But and I love too, like listening to even guys like certified dudes, like say like a, a Freddie Fox who's familiar with, like, listening to him on podcasts and interviews, for him to, like, reference, like, Super Scroll or, or certain things like that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's been, like, guys like Chuck D refer to Freddie Fox as the Super Scroll because he can, like, not just rap, but he can mix, engineer, produce, all these things, so that's why they call him that. So, you know, it, it's it's not just... Which is why, though, well, I, I, I hesitate my, to call it nerdy because it's, like, non-nerd people are, are into, you know, some of the non-nerdiest people. You know, some, some of what... Like in high school when I was an awkward ass kid, mm -hmm. some of what like connected me with some of the tougher kids was knowledge of comic books sure. and my like cool thoughts about it. Awesome. And you know, uh, it just it was just so awesome to once superhero movies really tried to really do it yes. in, in, in the in the mid aughts. Yes. It was exciting for some of these things to. To, to come to the big screen because un because unlike books where you're like oh they're gonna screw it up mm -hmm. with comics you're like I want to see this on the big screen yeah I want to see the explosions yep my my sadness about the Fantastic Four universe no. not being connected to the the Marvel Cinematic Universe is because I really want the Super Scroll yeah you know and they want the Super Scroll too I'm sure yeah. because that's such a an important way to connect a lot of the universes right but Iron Man 2 yeah is not, not a great movie I meant to say it's not we need, we need to talk about Iron Man 3 my favorite superhero movie of all time that's uh I'm I it's like eh, I don't agree but I'm also not mad at that I'm very intrigued Iron Man 2 I think you know for, for it's, me it's Lethal Weapon 5 it is it absolutely is and that's what I wanted I want I like when superhero superhero movies got caught up in the idea that it had to stick to one way, yeah. But movies like Deadpool and uh, Iron Man three were like, no, we can do it different. Well, we, what happens when you get Shane Black? You know. Yeah, Shane Black is just such a dastardly writer. Yes, he is. That a master of Christmas era movies, a master of buddy uh, action movies. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's great. I did want to say well, real quick, though, with Iron Man 2, what would have... It wouldn't have made the movie great, but I just think the final showdown 
should have been better. Like I, I remember liking the movie up until like, oh, this is it. Like because the the the, the racetrack scene I thought was really good because it was like a tease. It was like, oh shit, this dude is not fucking around. Crim, you know, Mickey Rourke, Crimson Dynamo, whatever. Yeah, is not fucking around. And then literally the final showdown, it's like one or two hits, and then he just detonates himself. And I'm like, that's anticlimactic. I mean, call me old fashioned and predictable, but it's all about that final showdown. Especially in the previous film where him and Jeff Bridges had a really great, you know, battle through the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that was sort of my only issue with Wonder Woman, which I thought was such a good superhero movie. Mm -hmm. Was the final showdown felt like a different movie. Yeah, it did. Just like, kill the boss. Yeah. Whereas, I, I mean, I guess it was connecting. Also, like, it was hard for me to like except Remus Lupin from Harry Potter to be like this evil bad guy because to me he's Johnny from uh, Mike Lee's Naked but I know he's I know he's Lupin also yeah and because I'm I, I'm a huge Harry Potter the book fan right. and I like some of the movies mm -hmm. you know it's fun it's fine yeah. they're I fine I still love the fact that Wonder Woman the entire supporting cast that movie was just held down by a supporting cast of traditionally, like, art house actors. From Connie Nielsen, who played her mother, to uh, Majid from Lahaine, who was the right. uh, Moroccan guy. To Ewan, Brem Ewan Bremner. This is, uh, you know, this Julian is Donkey not, Boy. This is not the exit. Or maybe it is. Yeah, exit four. To, to two, 278 East? We were, we've, already, we've been on 278 East. We're getting off now. This is, this is the BQE? No, no, no. It, it said exit four. Oh. Okay. But anyway, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Anyway. Yeah, and also, um, I like the. Maybe, maybe we'll erase that that little space. Actually, right now, why don't you have your? Can you put your direction on? Sure. <laughs> Probably. Oh. I think I took the... It's not the... I took the route that said... It did say get off at exit, whatever, but... Yeah, we don't want to go back. Yeah, it's fine. This is the second episode, so I'll edit this one. It's probably going to tell me to go right, I bet. Uh, no, go turn left. Oh, beautiful. It wants us to get on I-278 East. Oh, back, okay, I guess so. <clears throat> oh, I should have just stayed on. Yeah, because it was... Yeah, I should have stayed on. It's okay. It merges, the bell part way merges. Yeah, when you do exit, between exit three and one, it gets a little funny. Okay, all right, we can start. Uh, you you know what again. to do? Yes, I do. do you, I could, okay. I had I had another set of directions in my head, and I remember Bay Street, exit four was, uh, was one of them. Uh, hold on, 278. East. Oh, east. That's yeah. What the fucker? What? What was that? I'm sorry, I get agitated. 
Yeah, it was interesting that Wonder Woman had all these, like, mainstays of art house cinema. Yeah. In in a very pop art film, not necessarily art house. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to the art house superhero movie, and if we're missing one, let us know. Um, but huh. at this point, I feel like. Some may disagree, but it, I get. Well, I guess it's more indie, but it's like still, it played in art house theaters. Like Super, is kind of the closest thing that I can think of to an art house superhero movie at this point. It was an indie film, right. played at IFC, played at TIFF. You know what I mean? It was a, it was a big deal at TIFF. It did well. It did well there. Um, so that's all I can kind of, uh, so I can think of right now. When it first came out, I was, I was super into. Sin City yeah I was too and then I got older and I was like wait what yeah it didn't it didn't it didn't it didn't age gracefully no it didn't I still haven't seen the sequel I never saw the the, I never saw part two it's not as bad as the spirit oof saw that in the theater that's a rough one that that one has some that one has some apologists but I I don't every movie does Sure, just sometimes I don't believe it. <laughs> Especially in the, I, I, the... I mean, that's why I took that pause uh, when you said the spirit has apologists because uh, it's hard for me to believe that. I think the hardest for me is, like, people who tell me they liked the recent Fantastic Four. There's, I, I, I haven't heard anyone say that. You've heard people say that? One person, and and and... Upon, That's amazing. Yeah, upon, like, and I just didn't understand why, because there's, I I don't think it was completely Josh Trank's fault. It seems that he's gotten blackballed out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But it seems that what they did on the cutting room floor, that's a, that's a mess of a movie. It's what I it's what I hear. I um I'm also a big fan of Michael B. Jordan, so I I, I want him to be in good movies. Uh, he has it's this, what is this guy doing? It's this uh, it's a crazy guy on a bike. There's um it turns out you know he's in, in, he's gonna be in Black Panther. That's what I'm saying. I was getting ready to say if you play Johnny Storm, things work out for you eventually. You know, Chris Evans was was Johnny Storm, and look at him now. And you know, you got this guy, Michael B. Jordan was Johnny Storm, and now he's uh, playing Johnny Storm is good. One of the one of the villains, or I, both, I hear it's complicated in, in Black Panther. He 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 is also he is a Wakandan that just kind of has different uh, ideas. Yeah, East, I'm right. East, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm frustrated that I found out that stuff because you know me, I try to really go into movies blind. So oh I, shit! So I'm no, I, I I found that out uh, talking to my nerd friends already. Okay, okay. But okay. you know, I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm very excited. Just from you know what, if not for nothing. Also, fun fact. What's up? In the movie Kick Ass, you have both Quicksilvers. You do? No, no, no. Yeah, that's true. Evan well, Peters of American Horror Story fame, and um, this guy, the um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, I, I, who I didn't even recognize in Nocturnal Animals. Oh, that's true. Dude, I watched the shit. That's fucking crazy. I, I didn't even think about yo, it. Yo, I watched the shit. I was like, who is that? And then I go, what? Yo, you're blowing my fucking mind right now, B. I, it's the same thing. I saw that movie. I went to Toronto. The last year I went to, this was 2016, when I was there with Cribs and Funderburg. And then I saw the credits. And then I go, who the fuck was Aaron Taylor Johnson in that? And they're like, what do you mean? He was the villain. 
I was like, oh, I thought that was just like some guy. I didn't. I, no, he was. Yeah, he was the. His character was the. He, that's prob- the best acting he's done. I mean, I don't like Nocturnal Animals. Yeah, in the movie. Not, I love Michael I. Shannon in it. But the, the actors, the there were parts of the character. There were characters in the movie that were excellent. Sure. The sure. movie as a whole wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And it's like because usually I'm just gonna say it, Aaron Taylor. He's flat as a, he's flat as hell. He's very flat. Yeah. In, in my opinion, in that movie, he, he clearly gave a chameleon-like performance because I didn't know I didn't know who he was throughout the whole movie. His so. his his performance was was uh he was nominated for a Golden uh, Globe. Splendiferous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, scrumtralescent. Yeah. Uh, tran- transcending. Yeah. Uh, I was I was frustrated with their with how they dealt with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in Avengers Two, mm-hmm. but I thought the the way how they did uh, Baron Zemo in in uh in I guess it was Civil War Two in Civil War One excuse me was oh, excellent. You mean, it was, was Winter Soldier or was it Winter Soldier is is no Civil War shit what isn't Civil Wars is is the Captain America's third movie yes yes you're right, you're right in you're it. Right. The villain is Baron Zemo. Yes, 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 yes. And he he is he is a his family was destroyed yeah. was destroyed. That's what they say when they're when they're gonna euthanize an animal. Yeah. Which is weird to be yeah. destroyed. Then when his family was killed by the rubble of Avengers 2. Which I gotta say too, side note, Avengers 2 and uh Batman Superman, Batman vs Superman, I am glad that filmmakers are finally addressing this kind of shit because it's like, look, I know we're in a fantasy world, but you can't get around the fi- like when a skyscraper just crumbles and debris falls. That's twenty thousand people. Folks are going to get fucked up. There's folks 20, are going to get fucked up. There's, there can be twenty thousand people in in yes, a skyscraper, yes. and then people walking around in a huge city. So I'm glad that that you know that that has become a big deal because that was also to some degree that 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 whole Baron Zemo thing was kind of mimicked in. Batman vs Superman sure. because you know um, Bruce Wayne saw you know some well not even just forget Bruce Wayne it was the guy who was in the wheelchair who was hurt from that uh, fight from you know between uh, Zod and Superman in the yeah. previous film he's the one that like detonated the bomb and blah 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 so I, I, I like that because it, it was a joke for a while it was like between from Iron Man up through whatever it was just like wait a minute how many casualties were there are they not going to address this and then I thought also, post- there's there's a great comic book from a while ago about a Marvel comic book illustrated by Alex Ross, who's considered like one of one him of I know, him I know. one of the OGs. He does like life like paintings of largely DC characters, but he's also worked in the Marvel universe because uh, he did, uh, I believe, Earth X, um, which was a, a universe X and whatever you know, which is. An interesting comic book if like everyone had superpowers. Sure. It was very cool. But it was about being like a by a bystander during like a famous human torch Namor fight mm-hmm. in the forties. What it's like to watch the, the Carnage. Oh wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated them them acknowledging that in those movies. And also Baron Nemo was was the closest thing I think in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. To, to a villain that you're like, I, I kind of feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand why you're mad. Yeah. Yes. 
yeah, I thought Civil War did a very good job of addressing the collateral damage of this shit. Oh, and also, well, I was going to say, too, uh, it addressed it, but then also I think it knew, like, there was, you know, whoever was involved in that had to have been like, oh, shit, I guess they're right. So that huge, you know, kind of Royal Rumble Survivor Series six-man showdown, six-on-six showdown was, like, off in, like, a secluded area. So it's like, all right, we can do all this damage we want and no one's going to get killed. Like, I, I felt like that was, like, kind of a... Not, not, I don't know what the, what the term is, but like a nod, rather, to people like, all right, we're not going to have this big crazy fight in a city and deal with more casualties. We're going to have it off in like an air, an empty, you know, aircraft, whatever. Um, yeah, I, thought this, that, I thought that was like a double meaning to, to that whole battle. I never thought that deeply about it. I but, did. I, I, I thought that's what... Yeah, because in Man of Steel, you're watching like 100,000 people die. God, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, it never quite, it, you know, the... I thought it was really when when the mother when the mother talks to Tony Stark in yes. in Civil War yes. that was the most grounding because I think superhero movies are good when they're good movies. And Can I say a little cool little Marvel thing about that played by Alfred Woodard? She was the mother who went on to be the villain in uh, Luke Cage too in another Marvel universe. So I thought that was kind of actually it's the same universe. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. But um, That's true. but Jeff Loeb, who's one, of, who's a comic book writer, mm-hmm. and also wrote Teen Wolf, interestingly enough. Original Teen Wolf. I think he also may have written Teen Wolf too. Oh, I like that movie. I respect it. I'll give it that. I I, I enjoy I respect it. it. I really do. I've I've watched Teen Wolf too more often than I've watched Teen Wolf, but I've watched the, I also just really like both of those movies immensely. Can I just say, I just like any movie that get like any collegiate sports movie that goes outside of the big three. As long as it's not or, Soul Man. Or four. Uh, as, long as, as, as long as we're not talking about Soul Man. That's true. No, yeah, fuck that. Um, but like, yeah, like college boxing. Like, yeah. I, 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 I never thought of when I was a little kid. Like, oh, I guess you gotta, you know, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I really... I really did. I really enjoyed both of those. Yeah. I never watched the MTV television no, show. No, I, I didn't either. But I used to watch the yeah, show. so so it said Jeff Loeb said that the 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 Netflix universe, the cinematic, the movie universe, and the TV universe are all the same universe. They do reference, but so you're, you're then right. they reference each other. But whether they're going to show up in each other's stuff. Is, is yet to be seen. That would be weird. I, I like I like the Netflix universe separate. Oh, that's what I meant. Universe like the cinematic and Netflix. I like. Um, but they're considered the same universe. Jeff Loeb said that they have to earn it. You know. Excuse me. No okay. meaning like like the shows aside from Iron Fist, which got got renewed despite not being as good as Sense Eight. Yeah. Um, you know they kind of just so we're getting off yep. this exit. So they kind of just like have to figure out their own thing. It turns out that most of the the uh, this most of the um, so far they've been pretty good, very true to the comics. I'm surprised they like no one like I don't know if the creators have ever. So we're gonna make a left. Oh, uh, it's fine. Um. If the creators have pointed out like how much the the Netflix universe likes the movie Raid, 
Oh, hell yeah. God, man. Yeah, Raid and Old Boy. Raid mostly, yes, but Old Boy as well. But definitely but, Raid. Like, they have so Fuck many yeah. Raid fight scenes. Of course they do. Yeah. It's like, like, Daredevil was essentially like Raid meets Final Fight. Yeah. But Raid is kind of like Final Fight, the movie. Yeah. You know what's funny? I love and hate Raid 2 because Raid 2 is just kind of like... Just the plot to the movie is like, that's not necessary. Like, there's yeah. another way to do this. But then it's so fucking awesome, too, that it's like, all right, fair enough. You Fight know, scenes are dope. You know what's fucking awesome? What's that? Dark Man. Yes, it is. Yeah, and, it is. And Dark and Man 3. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> not Dark, mean, not dark Man 2. Too. But I didn't mean to like go up and then die. Yeah, I've I've only seen 2 and 3 once, whereas Dark Man is something. I still have my DVD. And... It's one of those movies where I got nothing going on on a weekend. I'll, I'll pop it. I'll pop it in the DVD player. Yes, it's. A, I, I really. And I'm, it has a true comic book feel. It has a true comic book feel for that time. From what I understand, Sam Raimi was trying to make a superhero movie, and couldn't. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I, I read somewhere that he was vying maybe for Batman or something, mm-hmm. and he couldn't, so he made his own movie. Yeah. He has made Dark Man. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't know that, but that that, uh, that makes sense. That was also when, like, you didn't know when, how often superhero movies were going to be made. That's true. That's true. It was a it was a weird treat. And yeah. it's like, is this going to be good? I do remember as a kid, because I was definitely a kid when Dark Man came out. Is yeah. this going to be good? Like, because oh, you never knew, like, uh, like The Crow. That was yeah. a great super, that was a great yeah, comic book. Is, yeah, com- is that a superhero movie or is that a comic I book consider- movie? I consider it's a comic book movie, but it's all in the same... It's like First Cousins or Distant Brothers. Like, Ghost World isn't a superhero movie, but it's a comic book movie. Exactly. Yes, you're right. Or History of Violence being another one, you know? Yeah, but Ghost Art World... Confidential. A, Ghost World is a good comic. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, and a most excellent movie. Very good. One of... One of uh, one of the best Generation Y uh, films, in, 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 in my opinion. No, you're right. I... It's one of those. It's it's, it's there. It's up. To, it's Sandlot, Rushmore, Welcome to the Dollhouse. It's all of those movies. I was of the age of the characters in the movie. Like you know, it's I'm, so good that Wizard, which was a, which was a comic book magazine. Yes. Um, when it rated the best superhero movies, and mm-hmm. many years ago, mm-hmm. Ghost World was in the. In no, the list. did they? That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really and awesome. you know, it was number one. What? Uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, the the cartoon. The cartoon. Oh, which, nice. Which which at which the time seen... was the best superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what is now? For me, it's Iron Man three. Wow. Okay. More than the first one. Yes. Oh. Iron Iron Man three just does something for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was think... different, and and, and 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 I like that. It was different. And yeah, that's that's my favorite. But as far as like most most iconic, I don't. I feel like, as far as the modern stuff, I think I think we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman for a long time. I think that too, but I think God, so I'm we're, so we're going to we're going to make a left. All right, I'm trying not to. I don't want to get into too much. I just Wonder Woman. I just think, outside of the hype, outside of everything, it's just it's fine. Notice oh, yeah. I I didn't go. It's bad. I didn't go. Eh, but it's it's fine. I just think there's a lot of. <laughs> There's a hype machine behind it, and 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 part of it I don't mind because I said this before, and, I, and I'm going to say this again. I just want to say that just because what? There's a hype machine doesn't mean a movie's bad. That's true, but I think this in this case it's not so much bad that like when you take away all the smoke and mirrors, essentially. I sorry think it's, to an, I think it's an excellent movie. 
fun. Without but, the smoke and mirrors, I think it's a great movie. <clears throat> but I when think, I see little girls coming out of this, of all three, I saw three different a black girl, an Asian girl, and a white uh, girl, all coming out doing like the moves they saw in the movie. Moves. It's kind of like you know what? Then what? I don't know. The, what 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 is there to complain about really? So that's what. So that's my I guess my kind of conflict. Stuff I know. Yeah, so so I'm at the end of this block. So okay. If, so I'll pull up for a little pull bit. up for a I'm little. Not, I'm not even that far from home. So yeah. Oh wait, although finding park is not going to be fun. Yeah, at the end of this block here. Yeah, no, I'm right here. So let's yeah, just yeah, right pull, here. Pull up behind this guy here. Cause cause we. we yeah. So. Oh, we're good. Awesome. Perfect. It was meant to be. But you know, so I just yeah. Oh, best superhero movie. I guess I'd have to go through the list. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's certainly not Howard the Duck, but I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. No, I like Howard the Duck. And it might be just for nostalgic reasons, but whatever, I still like it. And I love I the I really fact loved too, when he showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, but I love the the... the, the small handful of people in that crowded ass theater that got it whereas everyone yeah. else was everyone's like, like what the fuck what who, who I, was that I, and I was I was laughing I was yeah, just so excited yeah, yeah yeah. I like how we haven't even really talked about the X-Men movies cause aside from Deadpool shit like, that is true aside from Deadpool and I guess Logan I don't like any of them I like X-Men too as a standalone movie, but it's, like, it's hard to. I like as Nightcrawler a, you know. in X Men too. That's you know what you like, just you, you just stripped it down. You're right. Let's I, I be like, fair. I like, let's I be like, fair. I like uh, Nightcrawler. I, you know what? I like the opening scene in X Men too. Yeah, that opening scene that's is fire. Me, I like the that's, opening that's scene. That scene is fire. Oh wait a minute though. I like I like Logan. No, I said I said oh, I, I said sorry, I those, okay. those were the exceptions. Yeah, yeah. And people are people that can people complain a lot that um. Yeah, save that gas. Save the world. Save the cheerleaders. Save the world. Yeah. It's heroes. That a, that's a superhero television show that I never got into. That the first season is incredible, and mm -hmm. that's all I got to say about that. Okay. Um, but oh, where, what were we just talking about? Save the uh, X Men and just Logan. Right. Yeah. So, what were we saying about Logan? Right. No, I remember. So. People, people that that read the comic book Old Man Logan, which Logan is based off of, mm -hmm. have issue of how much was changed. But there are characters in the comic book that Marvel doesn't that that Fox wasn't able to use. Okay. Um, also, interesting side note: I don't know if you read about this, but the guy that played the bad guy in Deadpool was was offered a role in the reboot of Hellboy, but when he found out that the character in the book was Asian, he gave up the part. Oh, that's great. Yeah. He lead by example. Small steps. Be more like that guy. The guy that had something in his teeth in Deadpool. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but I, I salute you because that's all it takes. What I remember the most about Deadpool is how great Gina Carano looks with age. I, I, you know, I guess it's taboo to talk about how good an actress looks before you talk about her acting ability, but she was very distracting. I mean, she's in that be movie. she's beautiful, and she was. But she never looked. But like, she's at her peak beauty now, or in that movie, just like I, my God. I mean, I don't. To be honest, I don't care. Fair enough. But I, you know, I she was, she was the the best part of Firefly. Oh, I never watched Firefly, but I believe you. Firefly. Gina Carano. Then I'm Firefly, you know, is is a is a is a libertarian fairy tale 
of you know a western 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 Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It, it it was very promising. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been an incredible show mm-hmm. had it lasted, mm-hmm. but it got canceled because you know people didn't think that Joss Whedon would sell. Yeah. But also apparently there's an article that came out by his ex-wife last week that said a whole bunch of stuff. Sure, and I'm you know whatever. I, look, men need to do better, and men can some men can be scumbags. But in that situation, when it's like an ex zone, I, I I don't know. I I, I avoid it. It's 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 I avoid it's it. hard because because you know the, I'm not. I mean, I, I do believe that men need to be better, and we need to be less gross. But also, it's hard to when you're you know when you're an ex with somebody. You can just be very upset. Yes. And and there's all these dynamics that that aren't you combined know. with the social media age. People want to jump on someone quick. Sure. And not that some people don't. Some people deserve to be jumped on, but some t- even the people who deserve it's like, wait a minute, let's just look at the facts. Just 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 a couple minutes. All right, jump on them. Or yo, or yo. let's look at the facts. Hold on a second. But, don't jump on this. But person. yo, did you see that movie with Xander from Buffy? Where they're like in a house, and they're. It turns out that they're in different dimensions. No. Uh, so I don't. I don't know who Xander from Buffy is. That's, okay. That, that, well, that's the other thing. That's that's. They're in other dimensions. No. I sort of. It's like parallel universes, and um, it's like sort of, sort of like acted. Um, talk about superheroes for a second. Okay, superhero. Um. I want to go, yeah, actually I want to talk about De- De- uh, De- Gina Carano and Deadpool again because I think she's an example of someone too because of her physicality who honestly I think Ronda Rousey gets a lot of props for stuff that for a door that Gina Carano opened. Her physicality, she's one of the few people that, you know, she doesn't need so the which, stunt which, coordination. She which, doesn't need which the, Which actress you know, did she play? Which character are we talking about? In Deadpool? About? Yeah. She was the, 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 the sidekick villain of the main guy. Oh, I was talking about uh, Ryan uh, Deadpool's love. Oh no, I wasn't. I I no, I the no. She yeah, had Deadpool's. I wasn't Dead, thinking about her. Oh no, Deadpool's love was played by the actress, an actress who was from in Homeland. Firefly. Oh, I'm oh in Homeland. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you caught that. No, I'm talking about the former MMA fighter. Oh, I didn't even know from Haywire. No, I don't know. Yeah, she's. Uh, have you seen Haywire? No. What is that? <gasps> the Steven Soderbergh action movie with Gina Carano, Michael Fassbender, Bill Paxton. What's it called? Ewan McGregor, Michael Douglas, Antonio Banderas, Haywire. What? I need to see it. Came out in 2011. Uh, the, yeah. the, the the Portal. You ever saw no, the movie The no, Portal? No. With um, yeah, with Nicholas Brendan, mm-hmm. who who I think has a twin. But you're like, I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Go no, you go see Haywire because it now it stars Ant Man, it stars Magneto, it stars uh, Gina Carano from Deadpool, and and it's famous. There's a great fight scene. Between Gina no, Carano and Michael Fassbender. It's not the portal. Oh, what, what's that? Oh, what is it called? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's hard to say. I don't know. But yeah. It might have been the portal. I don't know. It, people love it. Oh, okay. But I just, well, if you think it, te- text it to me. I will. It's fine. It's just going to kill me now. Yeah. Because that's how it works. Eh, what are you going to do? I'm going to be upset about it. It's all right. But I could keep talking about Gina Carano. Uh, yeah, so she's a fighter? She's a former MMA fighter. She came along before Ronda Rousey, and she was. they were like, holy shit, she's awesome. And then Steven Soderbergh was like, I want you to be in my movie. And she killed it. And there's a great, great fight scene between her and Michael Fassbender. That's like what one of the big things that, that the movie's known for. 
great actions. Oh, Channing Tatum's in it too. Yeah, th- th- yeah. There's there's a ton of people in this movie. Haywire. It's great. It's fun. It was during that. It was like it was the start of Steven Soderbergh's like Channing Tatum era. It was like the start of his like I'm about to retire, but let me just like spit a spit a bunch of movies out real quick before I go go to television and then. He's now back uh, doing film with uh, Lucky Logan, Logan Lucky, whatever you want to call it. Did you see Lucky Logan? I did not. I haven't seen it yet. I, d- I, I, got, I did get an Academy screener. But, but uh, oh, that's her. That is her. Who's that? Oh, sorry, I wasn't looking. Oh, I thought that was Gina Carano. I, I couldn't really see no, her. No, I don't. Well. It, was she a good fighter? She was. She was good. What did you like about her? In. As a fighter. Oh, as a fighter? Uh. She was tenacious, but it's really it's it's beauty. She's very very attractive. Okay. Like that that, that I mean I mean I mean that's part of what what it comes down to. She she's very very beautiful. Coherence, I yes. think, is the name of the movie. Oh okay, no, I haven't heard of it. Did you see that movie where Ron Perlman plays like this evangelical priest, and he he's invited over to dinner to be poisoned? Oh of course, yes. But what the fuck is it? It's like an ensemble cast. It came yeah, out in Courtney, the 90s. Courtney B. Vance is in it. Yes. That's the actor I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah, the movie's Coherence. It's it's, it's pretty cool. Okay. It's like a low-budget but fun sci-fi thriller film. Okay. I think it's I think it's worth giving a shot. Cool. And I all... No, you know what? You know what's my favorite superhero film? That's a, the Hellboy 2, Golden Army. That's a good movie. That's, That's good one movie. of my favorites. Yeah. I want to go back and give the first one a... Uh, Another shot, though. I own I own the DVD, so I can give it another shot. Is the weight of water supposed to be like an Abraham Sapien? It certainly looks like it. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't know. It certainly looks, it looks like, like it. something. Although his back been... doesn't. When you see like the the stuff on his back, but from the front, it does it's look like it's a thing him. people have been saying. Mm-hmm. I I thought Crimson Peak wasn't given its due. Yeah, that's another movie. Was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's like every other for me. Like, like uh, Pacific Rim, I thought was fire. Did but, you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I really that's did. Another yeah, movie for me. Look, uh, Speed Racer is a great comic, great superhero movie. That's a ah, movie for me, but for me though, Big I'm just talking about me. Why are you holding the mic so close to you, the loud guy? The speaker part's over here. All it's right, close, it's facing you. Uh, there's there's a lot of. Uh, people who fucking love Ang Lee's Hulk. It's, it's they like, are yeah. There's I have one of my best friends in the world uh, likes it. Actually, it's very weird. There's like there's a lot of psychedelic shit going on. Especially speaking of weird ass final fight scenes. Yeah, like fighting in the clouds and lightning. It's like not even a fight. It's like a, but it's what you would kind of expect from Ang Lee, honestly. So it's like, I'm not crazy about it, but eh, you know. I'm trying to think how how to. How to finish this out? Because I I know we're missing stuff. Well, I we're always gonna. I mean, with superhero movies, there's like you know. But that's that's a new thing. We almost didn't. We almost didn't even mention any X Men, honestly. And and to be honest, we barely still mentioned it. So we didn't talk about the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. No, we didn't. I don't really I like, like them. I, uh, first one is eh. I like second Alfred, one's cool. I like Alfred Molina as. As Doc As Doc. Doc yeah. Three, I, I think it's almost pointless to talk about three. It's been kicked and deservedly beaten so much that we don't need to, it's, we don't need to get into I, that. I may have said it on the show before, but mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3 is, is 117 short films about Spider-Man. 
Okay. Because it's not coherent. It's, it's it, like all these vignettes about Spider-Man. Yeah, with way too many villains. It's yeah, as as it's been said, he my friend Doug Fry didn't coin the term, but he described Spider-Man three as ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. That's a lot of shit. Yes. Um. Yeah, and and you know, I don't. I didn't hate the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but like the the like it was too soon. And I'm just yeah, really, I'm yeah. really excited about Homecoming. Yeah. And Miles Morales possibly coming to this superhero yes. universe. Absolutely. Oh, Ant Man was 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 was. Ant Man was good. Was I did. Fun. I liked Ant Man a lot. Looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, that's going to be good. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I I also dig just casting Paul Rudd. It's like kind of like a, I think the Marvel Universe. No, I think and I think that trend started when James Gunn found success with the first. Sure. And then that, that's why they got Taika with TT because he's a comedic guy to do Thor. And that's why, I think that's why they got Paul Rudd and his comedic background to be Ant-Man. I think they kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to balance it and getting, you know, that's true. comedic folks and then get the serious folks. I think, I think they're trying to do a big mix. What, what we do in the dark is a comedy. Mm-hmm. And, what we do in the and, shadows. And what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And um, what I do in the dark is gross. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just, no, I, I, what I do in the dark is I light candles and eat yogurt and think about the past. Okay. Um, no, and, you know, The Wilder People was, yes. was a comedy. Yes. And so it's, I, yeah, I think uh, Thor Ragnarok, you excited for it? I'm a thousand percent excited for it. Thanks. November, yes. Oh, you ex- uh, yeah, uh, it, I think it comes out on my birthday weekend. Last year I did Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm going to do, I'm going to do uh, uh, Thor Doctor Strange, it was like yeah. Joke. You said you said for your birthday yeah, you're yeah. gonna invite yeah. some folks, which I'm I'm down because Tilda Swinton should have been the ancient one. No, and I feel like Tilda Swinton should have known better. You know, and it seemed like she sort of did. There's like a this outrage about like Margaret Cho saying that that her and Tilda Swinton exchanged emails, and she was like, "Don't take the role," or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought she, I the thing is like she was cool as like this ageless ascetic magician yeah but it's just kind of like representation is important and people and people like it if you just see how like what you were saying about how excited the little girls were with wonder woman or or uh black twitter after the black panther first trailer yeah. yeah um with with the run the jewels and shit yep like the why would you not want people to be that happy I agree. Unless you're like a jerk. I agree. Well, recent and then in recent too, what what was some executives saying like Asian people aren't as expression they're, they're expressionless, which is bullshit. Which is why Asian people don't get cast in movies. It was some huge uproar, deservedly so, to say you know ah they're they're they 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 they're not as expressive as the word, and it's like Jesus fucking Christ. We still have a long way to go if that's what if that's what folks are saying. Also, different cultures express emotionally emotions differently. That too. And too that's that just too, that's a racist ass statement, and you're yes. a garbage person for saying shit like that. Yes, not just a person; it's a whole group of folks who who who, who think this. So, you know, even when like Axel Alonso was saying that that he 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 thought that the reason why Marvel was going down in sales was was the backlash to diversity. He was like, at, Twitter was a flutter without listening to what he was saying. He was like, I'm glad that we made all these changes. You know, Miss Marvel is is now a, a young Muslim lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, cool. Thor is a woman. Iron Man is Iron Man is a black woman. Um, and some, you know, and all... To me, you know, tell new stories and I'm glad. Yeah. Tell stories that are exciting. Yeah. And 
I think when I think when Black Panther is like the first movie to do major numbers in Africa, people are going to see that like like you know create show these diverse characters and give them love and don't like tokenize them and you know yeah get like a guy like Kugler to do it yeah you know um what else do we have to say what do you want in superhero movies uh i want black panther like that's all that 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 that's kind of um cuz it's just this intentionally black movie and i say sure. that it's all good. like just from the ca- like when you see the trailer, there's still big names that didn't even... Like, Forrest Whitaker's in the movie, and you don't even see him in the trailer. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the fact that Isaac DeBoncole, Claire Denise, uh, her Harvey Keitel, as I like to call him, the Harvey right. Keitel to her Martin Scorsese, or vice versa, he's in it. You know, he, he, he has a part in it. It's just like... It's this kind of celebration of, of unabashed blackness, you know, in, in, in a mainstream world. And also, and like, I know that it also annoys some people too, and that makes me like it even more. To be quite honest, yeah, but but if it annoys you, then you're not a real comic book fan yeah, because yeah. this is this is true to the comic, yeah. And also, which is what people are always saying when diversity happens in movies, like it's not being true to the comic. Well, well, these these are largely mostly black characters in Black Panther because mm-hmm. they're in the fictional country of Wakanda, yep. uh, which is which is a prosperous uh, black country in Africa that. Yep that makes people think that they're not doing as well as they are so they don't get um, attacked for their vibranium, which is, like, similar to adamantium. Right. Um, and the only thing that's sad, because the X-Men and the Marvel Universe aren't, Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't connected, in the Marvel Universe, uh, Black Panther is married to Storm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. A, Black Panther's currently being written by Tanahisi Coates. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, um... You know, you know him. No, really, Tony Coates. The name sounds familiar. No, um, he wrote. Shit, I forgot. He wrote this amazing book to his son, Between the World and Me. No, really? No, yeah. That's like one of that. That really, you never heard of Tony Coates? No. You 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 not heard of you never you not you never heard of Between the World and Me? No. It's a very popular um, book as a, a letter to his son about feeling symbolism and realities of being black in the United States. Jeez, no. Yeah. Um, really, you never seen this cover? I haven't. It's it's very good. It's considered like uh, a symbol, uh, like a spiritual successor to James Baldwin's like the fire next time. Oh no shit. Okay. Yeah. So he's been writing. He's been writing uh, Black Panther, and it's been very good. Great. And yeah. I, I just can't wait to see more great comic book movies, and I, I can't wait to remember what we forgot and talk about it in the future. Same. And um, We are, yeah, we're at an hour now. We're at an hour? Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say, uh, as our last closing thing, uh, Dark Knight Rises is the best Batman movie. Peace. Gotham! Take control, take control of your city. This, this is the instrument of your liberation. Whatever it is, it's nuclear. Identify yourself to the world. 
Dr. Leonid Pavel, nuclear physicist. It looks like it's him. And what? What is this? It's a fully primed neutron bomb with a blast radius of six miles. And who is capable of disarming such a device? Only me. Oh, do you? Thank you, good doctor. Ah!